You are listening to the 2017 summer edition of Transfor. Football club. Thank you. It's great to see you here. Tell us about your emotions. How does it feel to finally be a Liverpool player? I'm very excited to be here and very, very happy to be here. Now I'm here and uh, I'm very happy to be here and uh, I would like to win something with the club for, you know, everyone knows the club is very big and uh, supporter and uh, fans. So we have to do something for the fans and we have to win something. How much of Liverpool did you see last season? Many of the games and, and the style? Yeah, most of, of the game I saw, I saw most of the game. And what did you make of Liverpool last season? They played so good. Yeah, and uh, in the end I think they lost the third post, but yeah, they played very well and uh, I hope this season we, we improve and we, we do better. You said you watched quite a few of, of the games last season. Yeah. Who are you most excited about playing alongside? Uh, most of them, they played so good last season. Uh, many played a fantastic season. Coutinho, Firmino, uh, Lalana, all of them. All of them. I don't want to say just one name, but all of them did a great season last year. We've seen a lot of you play as well. Are you comfortable in any position, uh, attacking wise, or is the one that you prefer most? I played in the right, but last season I played with, uh, with Roma. You know, we played five. Five in the back, and we play two striker. I was second striker, also like number ten. And sometimes I go in the left. I can play in anywhere in front, you know, left, right, in front. And the advantage that you have is that you you know about the English game. You've experienced it before as well. Will that be a big help to you? Do you think? Yeah, I was here and I have experience. You know, I saw. I like the way we play English football. I mean, I like. Uh, I would like to play here in the Premier League and I am, I'm happy to be back and uh, yeah, and excited. Do you feel you come back a better player than, than when you were here last time? 100% yes. <laughs> or they pay a lot of money for that. <laughs> what do you feel you've improved on most then? Are the parts of the game that you feel... Uh, Everything. Like... Even the personality was different. I was like a kid. I was 20 or 21. So. Now four years older and have baby, <laughs> everything is different. Yeah, the maturity is a big thing though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. In age, you, you feel you're better suited now to approach yeah. this, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> afternoon you fellow Reds all across the world. Um, I'm Eric from uh, Four. Um, we do these podcasts. We write on a website called Foresight, um, Field of Enfield Road, F-O-A-R, site.com. Um, we write, we talk all about our beloved club Liverpool FC. Um, loads and loads of uh, people talking and uh, uh, well, sharing their views about the club, who does what. Um, this show is called A Streetcar Named Penetration 
and it's the final piece in the Trends 4 series. We started four weeks ago with the, um, uh, well basically, simply, uh, the transfer window officially hasn't opened yet, we can't sign players, and we had four weeks to, to go from the end of the season until the window actually opened. So I thought, why don't we talk about every line uh, once a week? So we had to dig at the goalkeepers, sorry Bogdan, we had a go at our defenders, sorry Moreno, um, we had a go at our midfield, sorry Kev Stewart, and tonight it's all about the attacking lineup our scintillating attack um, with loads and loads of talking points and um, well, also the line where we have actual transfer news to report because um, the two transfer, the transfers that well we're doing or have finalized or nearly completed um, are two attackers so um, we will dive into it um, and who are we we is a, a fellow bunch of very good reds um we have keith on the show from south uh, hi guys from south africa always complaining good to have you on keith oh, we good. Got... that's rich coming from you <laughs> i don't complain all uh, not always <laughs> complain a lot not always. <laughs> uh, i'm the positive got... person here <laughs> and then there was silence okay so that is keith um then we have joe Hello. Hi, Joe. Just woke up. <laughs> well, not just woke up, but yeah, almost just. <laughs> right, well, it's, it's, it's fun to, um, because if you aren't a regular listener, um, uh, Joe is basically the guy who hosts all the shows during the year, and uh, I just talk and give my opinion. So it's, it's, it's very nice to have you on this show, because this is your Transform Maiden show. So um, welcome. Excited to have you. Thank you. Um, and we have Vas, who's uh, uh, back in, in, in full fitness now. He's, uh, he's match ready just when the season ends. So that is good. Welcome yeah. to have you, Vas. Yeah, I'm a bit about to hit top form, which is going to fade away as the season kicks off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, long, as, long, as long as you wait for the, um, for the uh, predictions and then drop off in form, we're fine. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, we've got Christian with us. Christian, welcome. Yeah, hello everyone. And this is very important for all of you to notice that Christian actually um, skipped the German game to talk to you. How good is that? And don't tell me you're on the second screen watching the game right now. I am watching the game right now. <laughs> so close. So close. That's but that. News but you to don't true. miss a lot. It's, it's quite poor in the second half. Don't worry. <laughs> this podcast is way more important. First half was actually a very decent game. I liked it. For 10 minutes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, uh, nice to have you here. Um, I think Thanks. you're one of the few who made all the shows so far. So, cool. And um, oh, uh, last and certainly not least, it's it's Jason. Jason, welcome. Hi, Rick. Oh, that's that's that's, that's a bit moody. Yeah? A bit moody. <laughs> <laughs> Quite sure you're all fired up to talk about the strikers, especially the uh, bit about Marie. That is um, the introduction of everybody. Um, first and foremost. Um, We've been talking about this uh, this transfer show quite a bit now, but um, 
well, we haven't seen the lean yet, but it's 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 any second now. And yeah, we've been saying this for about four weeks now, but any <laughs> second now is the moment that we will uh, announce our uh, uh, big big new name, uh, Salah. Yay, Jason! Jason, happy that he's coming. That it's finalised. Yes. Yes, that's uh, absolutely fantastic news because um, we'll have some pace in the side, some penetration, uh, someone who can get lots of goals and assists for us uh, next season. Yeah, fantastic news. All right, Joe, you happy with it? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, couldn't be happier. I think he's the kind of player that we need. He's exciting. He, he scores goals. He makes assists. Um, I think he fits in really well. Um, here's a thought, though. Um, are we expecting to see a photo of him leaning on something in Melwood going full, full on on uh, LFC TV interviews? Because it's for me, it's the 23rd of June. For you guys, it's the 22nd of June. So it's not the 1st of July yet. So are we actually going to be seeing anything? Anyway, everyone's on... Um, you know, has constantly refreshing uh, Twitter and uh, all this social media thing and looking for something uh, for naught because I don't think we are going to be seeing anything until after the transfer window officially opens anyway. That's a theory. I'm not sure if it pans out. I think our uh, small neighbours, um, they've, they've, they've shown pictures of class and, and Pickford signing, signing something. a piece of paper but um, not sure if they have, if they did a lean, a scarf, a, a shirt, something. Yeah. Interesting. Are we indeed refreshing for now? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Are we, are we breaking? Any, are we actually breaking any rules by standing in before the transfer window opens? Oh, mo- most likely. Most likely. No. You, we get done get, for tapping up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. You can sign. It's just that I think you can't announce it or something, something like this. I, I don't know. I think you I'm can. Sure I think you can announce sure him. Can announce him. Sorry. I think you can announce him, but because he only signs, and basically what he'll do is he'll sign uh, a contract, a pre-contract. Oh, well, he starts on the first of July as an employee of the club. Yeah. So I think at that point you have, you've got the image right. Yeah. So at that point he can do the lean. Interesting. We'll have to see. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's 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 dragged on very long, Fess. Um, is it a feel of elation? Is it still excitement? Um, what what's the emotion that goes with this? Well, it's well, it's it's um, satisfaction. <laughs> I think that that's that's the proper word here, because uh, another pacey winger is exactly what we needed in our attack throughout the last season, and it just fits. You know, he's just he is the right player, the player that we need, the the player that will complement our attack, and if. Uh, Klopp sticks to what he said about moving Coutinho into midfield then it basically allows him to do so it's, it's a great a great signing and I'm very happy with it I think it, it will make a world of difference alright 
Um, Keith, do you share that view that he will make a difference or will he lift the team? Oh, definitely. Listen, any quality player is going to lift the team. You can just see the massive impact that Mane had when he came in with his pace and goals. And if we have Salah on the other side doing exactly the same thing, so if there is an injury or if there is something missing, we don't miss that speed and width and goal threat. So I think it's going to be added a, a really another dimension to our play. I th also think with uh, the other forwards uh, that rely more on service and uh, players getting out wide and getting proper deliveries in, it gives us another dimension. So I, I think it's a it's a great signing. Is it a relief? Yeah, it's been going on for a long time. It's, this is almost like we were at the Oriental Plaza trying to negotiate this forever yeah. and we finally got it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's like, like okay, how can we stuff this up? We didn't stuff it up. There's going to be a few people on Foresight having to eat their words that actually FSG didn't stuff it up and actually put the money on the table. So I think it's a win-win all round. Yeah, well, it's just uh, spending the continuum money early. That will be the new narrative. Ah, never. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I'm with you there. Um, I think it's 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 great that we finally. I mean, we've tried to drag on loads of these transfer sagas, um, and and many times, you know, uh, a player was especially Salah was before um, nearly completed, and then we lost out on him. We had that with William, um, just because we didn't have that 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 zip that, um, yeah. The energy to 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 actually um, get it over the line, and and uh, we've missed out on those of these transfers. So for me, that is one of the main things I'm generally happy about. Um, we'll have to see how the player works out. He's he's that fast. Um, I think um, there's a there's a, there's a danger in how good Mane has been this season for us and, um, and 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 Salah coming in now people expect him to take that next step as well and as good as Mane um, we, we will definitely have to wait and see um, how he does um, in, if, if we make him out to be a, a second Mane that will be very difficult Chris what do you think? Yeah, just by the way, your connection is just catastrophic, as I hope is that it improves. Um, I basically think, um, and I've, to I've told you several times before in, 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 in earlier podcasts, that um, I'm, I had been missing um, that, that club football, for, which I remembered from Dortmund. And what was the main reason that I, I started becoming a club fan and following him to, to Liverpool? We haven't seen them that yet. We played them at, at We play a more possession-based football. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you, you, you were gone for just a bit. Yeah, it's the same with you before. So I hope it's, it fixes itself. Um, so um, the, chances, the chances raise massively that we will see a much more pacey football than before, especially on counters. And um, I've, um, I've mentioned before, uh, earlier... Uh, He's gone again. Didn't um, get back into the, the opponent's half quick enough. 
and so um, the ball possession player had, had to uh, cancel the attack. That was really embarrassing and strange to see, and um, this will not happen again. So um, I'm, I personally am massively lifted, as well as I think that the team will be lifted by, by Salah. All right, thanks for that. Um, where will Salah fit in? Um, someone mentioned before that, and he, he or him on the left, Mane on the right. Um, is is that the way we'll do this, or do you expect something to change in 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 setup? Something, Jason? I, I think they well. I have a suspicion they might actually start on the opposite side um, and they'll play more as sort of inside forwards so that they can cut in and shoot probably as a as a priority um, and maybe have the fullbacks overlapping. But um, the good thing is, is that I, I think they can both play either side. So um, hopefully we get some interchanging during games. And we've already seen Mane play centrally at times as well. So um, I, I think it's going to be very, very hard for defenders to track them. Yeah, so lots I'd be of interested to see how Milner. So I'd, I'd be see how Milner overlaps Mo, uh, uh, Salah. <laughs> it's a huge gap in between, I think. You can't yeah. keep up. There's a video of, of Salah. Um, I believe they're four 0 up or something, and it's it's the 88th minute or something like that. He tracks back over 70 yards with with real pace. So even if there's a gap, uh, Salah seems to be a lad who's able to to help out Milner a lot more than Coutinho has been doing this season. Could I could I ask on something? Uh, I mean, before the we had this uh, chatter before. Uh, Christian, you were saying um, there's been some noise about the possible shirt assignment and people making an issue of, of, of this. And I'm since it's this this is the trend for attacking show or attack show, <laughs> attack show. Um, do you think now the rumors are the rumors are um, and, and this is Nasir Salah, uh, Mohammed Salah's brother on Facebook saying that uh, the deal is more or less done. And that Salah would be on uh, taking the number 11 shirt, which is currently uh, um, held by Firmino. So then the natural assumption is that Firmino will take the nine. So do you think this is just merely uh, a, a reassignment in terms of number or does it smell, uh, spell something wider in terms of uh, how the different pieces fit together in the offensive lineup? I think there's no, no other... No top cl- other top club in the PL where it, it's um, of less importance than a Klopp-led team, um, because Klopp loves to to have the fo- um, all the attacking players interchange positions. But it has no, it has absolutely no meaning which uh, which player bears uh, has which number. It doesn't it doesn't matter at all from my personal point of view? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Klopp explained that several times. When uh, Sturridge had an issue with playing out wide, he always used to say that you interchange during the game. If you start out wide, that doesn't mean you're going to finish the game there. Yeah. I think there will be some sort of, if I may add that, sorry, um, there will be some sort of a testing period 
early on in the season where where Klopp checks out where Salah and both Salah and Mane work best. If Sa- if if Mane can cope with the job on the left again, which he played in t- uh, exclusively for Red Bull Salzburg, and then later he switched more and more to the to the right on uh, at Southampton, and um, with uh, Salah, according to an Egyptian uh, Egyptian uh, journalist, has barely no. <laughs> No right foot. We have to see. I mean, um, he can cut in like Robin um, if he comes from the right and shoot with his left foot, or he get, goes on on the left and can cross in. Mm-hmm. But we can't have both with him because he's only one-footed. In fact, according to the reports, and uh, Klopp has to has to check out during the first few games what works best within this team, mm-hmm. within this attacking lineup, which is impre- absolutely impressive. But um, that one-footed thing of Salah that uh, that is uh, might be a bit limiting the options. All right. May oh, I thanks. Add, add one thing: the, the the pictures have started leaking of Salah holding the number eleven shirt. Oh, has it? Okay. Oh. All right. Is so, that one? Yeah, that's that's is probably that on the Twitter or the Facebook or whatever. the Twitter. The Twitter. Yeah. Account after account are, are sharing the, this picture. Of him wearing the the away shirt number eleven, I believe. Yeah, I'm seeing it. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Great. Have the negotiation right. started? Does he want to join us? <laughs> <laughs> so many players all, all held the shirts of us. Just remember. Yeah, Zelin- Zelinski actually yeah. wore it last year. No. No. Yep. Okay, yep. so um, this is it now. I, I want to move on, guys. Uh, looking at the time. Um, there has been um, a bid for Moreno for 11 million, and it's been rejected by the club. They want to hold on for 15, and it's from Napoli. Now, the rumours are that there's two Premier League clubs um, uh, interested in him, and uh, also Sevilla. Uh, Joe, you had an interesting uh, uh, talk on, on the Twitter today. Um, yeah. Which ended how, with, how do you which ended with me apologizing and deleting my tweets. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, that's that's always nice. <laughs> you apologized. Wow. Okay. So, so you, I missed that one. So you're just saying that you are capable of doing that. All right. Oh, well, 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 We'll, we'll make all, we're all making mental notes now. <laughs> we just have to get Eric, Eric to do that now. <laughs> you can't be you can't be a Liverpool fan if you can't apologize. Mm. Oh, no, dear. <laughs> so um, it's 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 obviously you reject the first bit, don't you, Joe? Yeah. Um. It and I and I clarified um after that. I mean, in case you you didn't know what was happening, but there was someone who. And not just one person, I guess there's several people who said, you know, they would take the 11 million and run, you know, bite the hand, you know, take it. But the thing is, uh, it's it's bad negotiation. Um, it's their first offer. You don't accept it. I mean, you've got people like Monchi holding us hostage uh, to, 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 to uh, Salah's price. Um, you know, so why shouldn't we be doing the same thing? If there's anything that we should be learning from people like that, is you know hold firm on your valuation of the player. So if they offer Napoli, was it? If they offer eleven million, you know, don't just suddenly say, okay, I accept it. <laughs> you know, 
say no, come back with a better offer, and you know, magically the number will will will, will increase. It, it, it's never. It's it's not about this issue. Is not about eleven million. Whether eleven million is enough for Moreno, okay? But you can be sure that eleven million pounds is not their budget, okay? So it it is the job of the of the seller to go into a process where he's trying to discover what their budget really is. It could be 11.5 or 12 or 13 or whatever. And again, it's not just the face value. It's also the, the add-ons and all these kinds of things that add up to the total uh, value of the player. So that was, that was the point that I was trying to, trying to, get, to, to get across. And, 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 obviously, and obviously the pay structure, do, do you get yeah. the, uh, 11 million? Do you get it stretched out over two years? And yeah. Do you get a, a, a hefty sum up front and and then installments stuff like that? Uh, yeah. The, the other part of the but, story. The other part of the story here is that um, you know people will have this other counter argument saying that ah okay um, these clubs from outside of the Premier League are, are going to hold um, you know are going to say ah okay all the money is with the Premier League so you know but the thing is all these other clubs the, the money is going back to the back channels out from the Premier League to these other leagues because of inflated values for their players. So it's like, you know, the phrase, you know, uh, um, a rising tide floats all boats. So it's, it's everyone, everyone benefits. It's not just the Premier League with the TV money, but all this inflated fees that we are paying for players from other leagues coming into the Premier League as well. Yeah, yeah, sound. Um, yeah, Keith, um, you've been uh, a, quite a bit of a fan and, and even a spokesman. Um, do you think there will be something like a bidding war for Moreno, like two or three of all these reported clubs? I never said I was a fan. I just think he's been treated unfairly. Uh, I, I think people got hysterical. I don't think the lad had much of a chance this year. And no, we're not going to get 25 million for Moreno. I think if we get anywhere 12, 13, 14, 15, you grab it and you go. Because obviously Klopp doesn't like him. Uh, does He doesn't fit into what Klopp wants. Uh, so I think the lad's still talented and I think he's going to prove a lot of doubters wrong at another club. Um, so yeah, we're going, to, we're going to get in that region between 11 and 15 and recoup basically the monies we've spent on him because I think we bought him for what, 12 and a half? Uh, so recoup that money and, 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 and move on. Um, and I just hope that means that we bring in another left back because if I see Milner playing there, I'm going to actually have a sense of human failure. <laughs> well, you might want to, um, to prepare yourself for that because um, there's quite I can... the reports that he will, that he's basically going to be the first left back of the club. And they're going I to stay. really it really makes me mad. Can you can you imagine Milner outstripping Salah down the left? Oh, oh, why does he need anyway. you? Salah can do that all on his own. <laughs> mm. But I don't think I don't, <laughs> I don't understand I don't understand why we would want Milner as our first choice left back. I think just to take penalties. No 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 that is one thing. Uh, I do think that clubs really rate him, and I think club wants him on the pitch. And this is the only position where there's very little um, competition for places, um, and there's no need to spend big because Milner does an okay job. 
He's he's very consistent. He's one of the very slow. <laughs> he's right-footed. I know. There's tons of arguments why you should go out and, and, and buy a very good left-back. I'm, I'm fully with you there, but um, the club wants him on the pitch for his leadership, for his experience, for his level-headedness, uh, everything, all of those things. And what position would you play him? Would you play him on, on the right wing and say, Mane, thank you, but uh, yeah. yeah, you'll be on I'd the bench. I'd play him on the bench. We, we bought- I, I'd play Milner on the bench every game. No, but uh, I mocked that you do it, but um, the club well, wants to know. You can always play him on the left back. That's an idea. <laughs> no, but if you play him, where would you play Milner? Simple, I wouldn't play him. That's just, that's the whole thing. No, if you play him. Where would you? Where can you say? If we want to be a championship winning team, if we want to win the Prem, if we want to challenge in the Champions League, Milner is not the quality left back we need. That's okay. I know it's my opinion, but that's what I feel. That's why I say I wouldn't. We don't need to. We don't need to play him. Klopp feels he does. So going with that, if you need to play him somewhere, where would you play him? And I'm, don't say on the bench. Where would you play him? I'd rather have him. At, I'd rather have him at right back. And then Ooh. put Klein on, on on the bench. Yeah, if it, if that if that is it, I would rather have Milner at right back. At least he played right wing. He can get the crosses in. He can track up and down, and we can still have a left back with a left footed left back that can actually get the ball in the box. And actually, Klein hits the the last defender more often than any other player in the Liverpool team. His yeah, I was I was having an argument uh, with somebody on the site. Um, I admit, uh, <laughs> when we're talking about the um, uh, when Henderson dropped is. out of the team, when Henderson when Henderson dropped out of the team, um, the fullbacks struggled getting any output in uh, whatsoever before that they had quite the assists uh, Klein had two in, 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 in the very early parts and it was all Henderson finding him quickly and as soon as he was out of the team the fullbacks neither of them um, got in the positions at the right times so um, I, 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 feel, I feel the fullbacks are very hard harsh done by uh, go on, Chris. I would li- I would like to finish that because um, imagine what what uh, Klopp's style he wants to have the, uh, his teams play, and it requires fast fullbacks. And um, with Milner, you could see it, it, it came to me um, very like a very punchy experience towards the end of the season. Um, if he goes too far forward. He can't get back quickly enough. So what he, he did sometimes was that he stopped 20, 25 yards before the goal line yeah, and turned back. He, he, in fact, if you try to rely with your playing system on, on, a, on a fullback, um, Milner is too slow for that and slows the whole team down. And, and that is a huge problem. I, I love this guy. I could imagine that he could play some sort of a defensive midfield role. Yeah. But... Mm. 
Yeah, that is the only position where I think Milner could be really valuable in any game. If it's if it's central, uh, Champions League or Premier League or whatever, wherever. But that's the only role where he could fit into a Klopp game when the game has to be seen out or something like that. We have to be more defensive. We're leading one, two, two goals and by one, two goals. And that, I could imagine, could be a very valuable role for the team. But as a fullback, it was an improvisation because Moreno. Um, which is also a nice guy, and he has always worked his bum off for the team, made disastrous mistakes, and I think that was the reason why. Yeah, really. I mean, the, the, the it was... No, no, he did. We all saw it. Yeah, and, and that I think Klopp had a second thought about that, despite saying Marino is, was the best one in training, but he had a second thought about, um, about him when it, the things became more and more tight for us towards the end of the year and later on, um, that he decided to, to, uh, to keep with Milner to be on the safe side. But it was a pure improvisation and we know that that uh, Liverpool is after a left back. We know that for a while, which is very encouraging because I wanted to see uh, Klopp doing something to change the style towards a more challenging um, style of play. Okay. He, he could be better as well, a wing-back uh, maybe. I don't know. A wing-back type of role. Well, that, that would be Moreno because he's an absolute wing-back. So... Um, a Marino, but better. Uh, we'll have to see how it goes. Um, talking about Milner as a defensive midfielder brings me to the next topic, which is Embre Chan, who's currently playing for Germany as a starter in the Confederations Cup. Um, made a brilliant pass for the first goal. Um, Juventus seems very, very interested on getting him. The club is very adamant of keeping him for the next season, and um, they said, or well, it's it's rumored that the club have have said um, that they'd be happy to run his contract down. So that makes a very interesting question. Um, Vez, would you sell or keep him for another season, provided he does not sign a new contract? Well, if he doesn't sign a new contract, then then whew, I'm not sure what I would do. I think I think I'd sell him if that was the case. I mean, let, let's get one thing straight. I would love to keep him for for a very long time, but if he isn't going to sign that contract, if he isn't planning his future at Liverpool, then the sooner he's gone, the better. The sooner we get used to not having him and the sooner we, we find the proper replacement the better to, to mold the team to shape the team without him alright all right. Jason care to uh, add to that yeah um, I think our first priority should be um, thinking about who could replace him so well we mentioned Milner but I I I mentioned in the the last um, uh, podcast that we we don't really have a proper backup to Henderson. I mean, Chan plays there, but he's a a different style. And I I don't think we get, you you know, you mentioned the fullbacks. And um, I think also Lalana and Ginny in in front of them. I mean, all of them play better, I think, when Henderson is there because... He can uh, he, he plays so quickly um, rather than holding on to the ball. So I think 
we should turn this around and look at it as an opportunity rather than a threat. So, um, sorry if that sounds like management speak or something, but anyway, um, yeah, have a look what, what number sixes are around, um, more similar to Henderson, you know, very fast over the ground, good use of space can pass very quickly and cleanly. And, um, if you find someone, then you say to Emery, well, actually, if you want to go, we've got this guy, coming in and um all all the best and uh you know we we can get a fee for him uh you mentioned about letting him run his contract down again i don't think that's the end of the world either we paid 10 million for him i think um yeah yeah, i mean it's not ideal really we should, should have probably been looking to get him to sign last season but we are where we are so you know, if he if he goes for free, then we didn't pay that much for him, and we've got probably three years of good service out of him. So, yeah, I'm 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 not too worried about it. All right, Joe, what, what would you do? Would you grab the money and run, or you use him for uh, a new season while you groom another guy for the uh, for, for the role? What would you do? I'm with Vess on this one, actually. So if he's not going to sign a contract, I would cash in. But it's it's a bit disconcerting at this point of time because um, he's still not signed. I'm not. We're all not sure why um, that's the case. Yeah. Um, the the pessimist in me would say that. Um, and, uh, you know, if I was uh, to put on an anti-FSG hat, I would say um, they're keeping um, announcing, uh, you know, that Emre Chan has signed a new contract in the failure of Liverpool uh, not signing uh, Akita or someone like that. And then roll out, trundle out, Emre Chan has uh, signed an extension to his contract. So, hey, we've signed a player in the, you know, in, in central midfield. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, if he's not going to sign the contract, he's young, uh, there is interest, I would cash in. But um, I still think that uh, he will be a Liverpool player next season and for the next couple of seasons. He will sign, no doubt about it. Yes. Uh, it's, if, I if, don't if, think... Talking about signing, Keith, not- Keith, Keith, hold on. We have an absolute moment here Salah has signed there are pictures of him signing the contract holding the shirt we've got a lean ladies and gentlemen we have got <laughs> we've yeah, got right. and I've got the beer cheers mate <laughs> yeah that's town let's, let's, let's go <laughs> brilliant that is, yeah. that is absolutely great news um Sorry to interrupt you uh, with this uh, with this great news, uh, Keith. So, uh, go, go on. If we want to challenge, and if we want to win the Prem, we want to challenge in the uh, CL, we've got to keep mm-hmm. the players of the statue of Chan. He's a good player. He's a young player. He's dynamic. He's strong. We'd be mad to let him go. Uh, I can't see why he wouldn't sign. Would you want to go to Juventus in the Italian league or stay in the Prem? I think the choice is to stay in the Prem. He's going to get better. He's going to get better salaries in the Prem. He's going to get better exposure. 
he's got great vision. He's a great attacking threat. Uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't do everything in our power to keep him. I can't see him going. I really cannot see him going. Um, and I expect him to be a Liverpool player for quite a, while, quite a few more years to come. Right. Uh, on the Juve thing, because I, I think it's, it's very important, um, I can very much understand that he wants to go to Juventus. They've played the Champions League final twice in the last three or four seasons if I'm if I'm right but they didn't win it but during the championship and we've won it and we've won it five times yeah but the last time was 2005 the last time Juventus was in an air shout of winning it. it was 2017 that was a month ago um, that is when lost did they win it I don't know I think it's 1996 that they won it but um, no that no, no, we won uh, Juventus yeah no, but no, they're, they're a team. They're, Milan, they're at the Milan, Milan won it in six. Milan won it in 96, 2006. No, no, no. We, no, were, we were in the final. I, I said, no, it was 2007. That was Milan. Juventus won it last time, I think, 1996 against Ajax. Um, but I can understand Emery moving to Juventus. You're... Um, he will play there. He'll be a starter, and and within no time, how he will be uh, a big name for them. He will play Champions League into the areas where you're actually able to win it. Um, math things need to happen if you don't win the Serie A. So you'll be champions every season. You win silverware. You get loads of money. Guarantee of trophies. That that's the only lure that I see. It's it's trophies. It's great weather his main competition at Liverpool is um, Henderson and Henderson's not exactly an old player so maybe as well it's you know I want his position and I don't see him going anywhere anytime soon that's that's a valid shout as well playing time is is definitely something to think about I mean Marquisio plays on, on, on midfield for Juventus which is their captain. But, well, there's, there's more to them. It's only interesting for... It's only interesting for Emre Can um, to get more playing time. That's, I think that's the, the, the basic point which he mentioned it when, when he was asked for that, when he said, it's not about the money, it's about my role. Yeah. And, and this is exactly the, the thing. He's, he, 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 has, he had been uh, a sub for months, okay, that was also due to his calf problem. But even if he hadn't had that injury, um, he would have been second choice to Hendo when Hendo was was and has been fully fit. And um, it was the same problem at I think at, at Munich, and then he was a regular starter for Leverkusen, came to Liverpool, and now the perspective for the club and for the team is fantastic, and it's it's only going upwards. And he's not really part of it. And he wants to play. And uh, I think um, that is a fantastic reason for a young player um, to seek for a different opportunity, yeah, to play more. Yeah. Fully understandable. Okay. okay, well, we'll have to wait on uh, what happens there. <clears throat> because the rumors have been that he will sign a 100K, 100K a week new, um, new deal for us. And we'll have to wait and see how that um, how that. Okay, so that is um, the bit about the transfers. Uh, We will move on now to the main part of the show, that is talking about the attacking lineup. 
Batman first. Um, do you like to play? Would you, as, as when you're a manager, would you play with inside forwards, real wingers, roaming midfielders? What What do you like? Um, I would. My personal preference is in fi- inside forwards, really, because um, firstly, it's, it, for me, it's more exciting uh, uh, watching a, a winger uh, cut in uh, with the ball. Um, it, it's it, for me uh, that's my personal preference. Um, true wingers taking it to the byline, putting in a cross. Um, it's so 1980s, I think, for me. Um, you know, and it's not really the kind of play that I would like to see. It might work. Um, in some instances, against some certain teams, um, you know, that are a lot more physical and you want to, you know, you're trying to hit a ball towards the, the, the middle of the penalty box and a beanpole gets his head on it, uh, on the ball to try and knock in a goal. Uh, it, it, it works. I'm not saying that, um, I'm not knocking that approach. It just doesn't appeal to me. So I like what we are doing. Okay, um, the interchangeability, uh, the, 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 the forward, uh, taking the ball, taking on his man, beating the man, uh, threading in a pass or really going in and then scoring a golazo or something like that. It's just, it's just more us, you know, it's just more us, it's just more Liverpool, it's just more exciting. Um, that, that's what I would go for. That's my personal preference. Well, I think John Bonds and uh, McManaman and Steve Highway all had a thing to say about not being the exciting or Liverpool way. But uh, I, th- I, th- I think, uh, I mean, you take Robin, you take uh, quite a few wingers worldwide. Is, is Ronaldo a winger or is, a, is he interchangeable? I think, I think the modern game of football means that everybody is interchangeable and everybody is adaptable. So I, I agree with Joe. Uh, if, you, if you look at Mane, you look at Salah, we are going to have such an electric front line that can interchange. And you can put Sturridge in there because he also likes, likes to, to drift wide, as does Origi, as does Ings. I think that we haven't got set players in set positions is going to scare the shit out of a lot of teams because they won't know who's going to pick up what. And they're going to be pulled in every which way uh, uh, when they make those diagonal runs across. So I like what what Klopp tries to tries to set up and what Klopp teams try to do. That it is not predictable. You'll they can pop up on the left, they can pop up on the right, they can play through the middle. So I think great times ahead and I think it's going to be a very much interchangeable team and, and, and I look forward to seeing them play this season. Alright. Thanks. Um well let's let's talk about all the players. Um arguably our best White man has been uh, Sadio. Show me the money. Um, <laughs> what would you say um, his season was all about, Vest? Uh, uh, Mane's season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's about showing that he is the perfect fit for 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 this team or the team that he came into a year ago, and he still remains a perfect fit. He is. The player that we needed. Uh, we when we lost Sterling to, to Manchester City, and uh, Sturridge got hit heavily by injuries. We we lost significantly lost pace in attack, and uh, Mane's arrival was just a cure, 
a perfect cure, cure for that. We actually got an upgrade on Sterling, a fabulous upgrade. So, <laughs> yeah, would you say that he's a Suarez esque player for us? With in, the, the... In, in mentality, in mentality, yes, I think he does have that hunger. He is as as relentless as and persistent as Suarez. I just think he can't exactly match Suarez's skill. I mean, Suarez scored, scored for us all kinds of goals from everywhere. Left foot, right foot, headers, everything, everything. And I don't think Mane will ever be that big. But, but he's no, well, a fantastic player. Mane was 24 this season. Or is, is yeah. 23-24 um, Suarez came to us 25 I think and he had his stellar season at 26-27 yeah. so there's three more seasons for Mane to, to grow into that role um, Jason would you say that he's capable of taking another step because from Southampton to us he he, he, well, he, he really took his game to, to the next level is this it? which is fine, uh, or is there another Galactico-esque level for him? I think there's definitely more to come from him. Um, it was his first season at playing at a, a, a much higher level than he's been used to, and we've seen how difficult it is for players to make that step up. You know, if you think of um, uh, Lalana and Lovren coming from the same background, they didn't hit the ground running in the way that, well literally running in the way that Mane has been. Um, whether he's going to hit the heights of Suarez, I, I don't know. Um, that not, not many have, have they really? And um, But he's, he's electric, I think. And, and I think what would be great is if, you know, this season we can keep him fit over most of the season and then, He's also got Champions League this year. It's it's another it's another level for him to go up. So if he can prove that he can do it at that level, then um, I don't think it really matters if he he sort of turns into a Galactico or whatever. But um, he's gonna he's gonna score a lot of goals for us. He's gonna get lots of assists. He's going to terrify defenders, which will create goals for other players in the front line. Um, yeah, I'm huge, hugely uh, optimistic about um, uh, the next season with Mane. And I, I didn't realise he was quite that young, actually. So it actually made me quite excited to think that, you know, we, we could be seeing this for the next six years or, or something like that. You know, that's just uh, a brilliant thing to think about. Yeah, yeah. our entire team or, or the main team, I think we've got one, Milner uh, as... As thirty something, and uh, Migs is about twenty nine, I think. Um, but the rest Miller's is all. Thirty one. Yeah, Milner's Miller's thirty thirty one. Thirty one. Um, yeah. Migs is twenty nine. Lalana is twenty seven, twenty eight. Henderson just turned either twenty six or twenty seven. The rest is all twenty five and under. Oh, that is Martip. That is no Lovren is twenty seven as well. But uh, we signed Van Dijk, um, if, if that's going on still. Um, you've got him at 25. you got um, Matip at 25, Klein at 25, Firmino 25, Coutinho 25, Emre Chan 22, 23. What's he now? 
Um, that is an abundance of lads who've got four, five, six years in them to, to, to play for us. That is that is exciting in itself. Mo Salah is, is uh, 24 as well. So uh, he's got five next years for us also at top level. So it's frighteningly good, isn't it? <laughs> FSG out. Terrible recruitment there. Obviously no forward planning. <laughs> yeah, no forward planning at all. Yeah. <laughs> Play the trumpet. Play the trumpet. <laughs> Oh, when, you, when, you, when you think that this started, I mean, that the players are sort of similar age to Henderson now, um, and they signed him quite a long time ago now. Yeah, there's definitely been some thoughts um, on, on this, I think, because, you know, they sort of brought Coutinho in a, a little bit later and so on, and, and, and these players are now starting to form the, the core of the squad, and, and like you said, they're all around about the same age. Yeah, and they're a tight knit bunch. You can, you can see that they really like each other. Um, obviously, they don't need to be all best friends or anything. But um, you know, uh, Lalana and Henderson are very close friends, and, and we've all seen the wedding videos of Firmino and Coutinho with um, with Moreno and Alan and uh, Lucas there. So um, yeah, that, that seems to be a good group of people who like to work together. Um, Talking about Mane, how he instantly hit it off, uh, understanding uh, uh, Lalana, how he understood um, uh, Firmino and, and links up with Coutinho. I don't know, that's that's all brilliant to watch. Um, so yeah, is he the best buy of last season? Yes, definitely. I actually think he's still going to go up another level. I think it's unfair to to compare Mane with the Suarez because Suarez incredibly skillful player incredibly determined um, but he didn't have the pace of Mane so where Suarez lacked the pace Mane's got this electrifying pace more in the Cristiano Ronaldo style and maybe maybe Mane could reach that level um, in terms of, of of the return, and let's face it, it's not a not a bad uh, end product if he can get to that type of level of a Ronaldo. He might not be as good in the air as Ronaldo, but that pace is going to scare a lot of people. And I I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. I think when we've got a settled side playing to what Klopp wants to, I think then you'll see Mane really come to the fore. I think it's a given that um, he is going to improve though, because um, if you look at his performance data. He's played 29 games, he's scored 13 goals with 8 assists. And the player of the season and the top scorer is Philippe Coutinho, who's scored one more goal and made one more assist, but he got there with 36 games. So Mane was absent, obviously, with the injury towards the end and also the AFCON involvement. So just on purely on that alone, uh, a number of games, you know, if he had continued to be available, um, he would have probably superseded Coutinho in both these categories in terms of goals scored as well as assists. So I think just from that perspective, uh, there's more to come. But I think he's also a guy that thrives on speed. Um, a lot more when speed now is going to increase around him as well. So I think, yeah, he's he, we're going to see even another a higher level from him probably next season, yeah. yeah you remember the, the Pep Linder statement. I've mentioned that several times uh, before. Um, when when Peplinder said about the uh, the, uh, the the academy youngsters, um, that uh, in fact he revealed that uh, um, 
the, the coaching team is desperate for players with pace and with uh, with um, less predictability. Mm-hmm. So not this methodical approach, or uh, yeah, which we, which you typically see with average players, yeah, sideways, backwards, and so on, slow movements, um, not connected to other movements. And Manet is unpredictable. His movement, his movements are unique. You don't know what he's doing next, which turn he makes. He he does the unpredictable thing. When you remember many of the goals he scored, it was nobody else. About the same style. He's unpredictable. He's powerful, energetic, pushing massively forward. Um, there isn't, yeah. Very, You're very a big fan. Just, just. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of this unique sort of player who, who has not uh, gone through typical European youth ranks with this methodical play, methodical, methodical, methodical. He's very, yeah, like a raw diamond. A bit like Slatter. Yeah. You don't know what he's doing next. And that makes him so dangerous. Yeah, he's got a bit of the African unpredictability. Yeah. Yeah. But at a very, very high level. Um, what I meant with the Suarez-esque uh, role or style, um, I'm thinking of the um, of the Everton game, uh, where he scores that goal purely on instinct and, and well, explosiveness because he, he beats everybody. But it's that hoping and waiting and, and drawing um, human errors from the from his opponents. Hmm. Where Look, he that, just... that's, what, that's what top attackers do. And he is a top attacker. Yeah, There's no doubt there. And I agree with everybody uh, about him having still room to improve and that, that he will hit a whole other level next season. And uh, I just think uh, uh, comparing him to Suarez is too much. I think Suarez was... In his last season with Liverpool, one of the best players in the world. He was up there with Messi and Ronaldo. So, I, I'm not sure Mane will ever reach that. But he is definitely a top player. This, though, I think maybe the, the Suarez... For me, how I see the Suarez uh, comparison... I mean, he's, he's obviously not Suarez, but I can see where the comparison could come in. You know, um, with, with Suarez, you know, the, the final season with us... He played out of his skin, and if you and and once in a while, I I do take a, uh, a review. You know the goals that he scored in that season. I I think easily every single one of the goals that he scored, and he scored so many, and every single one of them could have been a goal of the season contender or a, a goal of the month contender. And, and at the moment, you think. Jesus, how did this guy reach such a level? I mean, he, he must be playing at his absolute peak. And then he leaves Liverpool, he goes to Barcelona, and guess what? He finds yet another level because of the players around him. He kind of like um, tailed off, I guess, this season, I suppose. Uh, and, but that's, and, and not posting any you know, bad numbers, comparatively speaking, but that's the kind of rarefied air that he lives in. So I think maybe from that perspective... You know, if if Mane has um, even you know people like Salah, for example, now we've now it's confirmed that we've signed him. You know, it's just going to lift him up that in that same that, manner. That's, that's, that's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. And you've touched uh, a little uh, painful subject here for, for <laughs> all of us. It, it, it basically means that Suarez was right to leave. Yeah. And yes, he was. <laughs> he was. He needed. He needed that quality. That, that Barcelona still have around him yeah. to, to make him take that, that next level. Yeah. Yeah, but 
this group, as we mentioned before, is is so close together. And I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. I think Henderson, I think Coutinho, I think Firmino are all world-class players. Um, and as such, as such, the group, I mean, the, the, the fact that Sadio Mane is here is the perfect fit. He should yeah. be here. They are a fantastic group. They play together. Fantastic. I'm thrilled. I'm really thrilled. Yeah. No. Okay. So um, here is all of us uh, wanking over money, and rightly so. Um, there's <laughs> loads messy. and loads of names to talk about. Uh, so uh, let's move on. Uh, another one who had a stellar season um, with one or two blips, an injury, um, but a uh, fantastic um, running at the end of the year. A uh, very own magician Philip Coutinho how would you rate his season Jason well um, yeah he uh, we talked about the numbers earlier so he's um, he's yeah you could probably say he's been our best player this season just about um, and um, I I think he he's definitely got another level to go maybe even another another two levels Um, one thing that I think we've seen from him in the, the last couple of seasons um, is that if the, if the team's struggling, he's got that ability to say, right, I'm I'm going to go and win the game, um, or, or or something like. Uh, I can't remember that. Where was the game uh, towards the end of the season? He scored two goals, and I think the that they were just kind of like ones where he'd go past several players and, you know, he he takes that responsibility. And he's West still Ham or Borough? West Ham or Borough? West Ham, I think it was West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's just, and um, he did that as well against United in uh, Europa League the year before. It's just like, right, oh, yeah. that that's it. I'm gonna I'm going to go and score a goal. And he does it. And... Um, It's it's the it's the type of thing that you see um, Messi do for Barcelona, you know, when they're, when they're struggling in a game, and if he can keep adding to that year on year, he's still a young guy. Um, those tough games we're in, and if he can do that, then again, um, he, he's another one that we can be absolutely hugely excited about. Uh, I guess the the only thing we've uh, we we've got with our Now, now that we've added Salah, it's great, of course, but purely speaking about last season, the problem we had with, we had Mane and Coutinho who were absolutely fantastic in those wide forward positions and there wasn't really anyone else who could go and do the job. So um, adding Salah to that now is, is yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, so hugely exciting again. Yeah, anyone care to, to add to that? Yeah, I, I'm a little bit... Sorry, Keith, you, you, please go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 Chris, go. I'll go after you. A little bit of criticism. Um, I mentioned that in an earlier podcast as well. Um, Coutinho is a fantastic player. He saved our bum several times alone. And he he's a, really a game changer, a game decider on his own sometimes. And, and it was fantastic to see. He's hugely valuable for us. He's, a, he's still... Young and he's he's still developing has has got a massive development already made and uh, has uh, yeah a huge ce uh, high ceiling still a lot of potential but 
um, and that's my criticism, he was quite selfish in between. He still has to look a bit more at the team. He, sometimes he's too, um, too, too focused on, I have to save the team, I have to do something on my own. And uh, that will come over time. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely positive um, he will thrive in that new position more deeper, I think, which will be his new position, I think, very often. And uh, that gives him more space um, to fully develop his, uh, his, his, his potential. And um, it will be fantastic. But there were a lot of scenes in the season, um, we, poor games of him, and also sometimes poor decision-making early in the season where I was not quite happy about him. But that, there is a lot of potential for him to improve. I think what Chris is trying to say is that sort of let's, let's, let's get him over the injury period when he com- came back and he, he found form. The team sort of worked out how Liverpool was so successful and they started to close him down with him being so f- far forward and it made him drop deeper to actually collect the ball. And I think with Salah in the team and him dropping deeper, I think we'll see the best of Coutinho coming out. You'll yep. also have, don't forget, he didn't also, uh, Mane wasn't there for a, for an outlet for his for his vision as well. Now he's got two speedsters outside. It's going to terrify people because he can pick a pass and he can see a pass as well. And I think we're going to see a much better and more consistent Coutinho in this type of setup next year. Because I think when we had all the injuries and everybody was tired, he tried to do too much because he didn't have any other options. And I think, uh, and, and they closed him down and he got frustrated. So he was wandering around trying to find space to get the ball. He will have that space in the deeper role. So I, I, I'm, I think it's going to be very exciting with the, with, the, with the attacking formation that we've got. Eric, do you think I can make a small response to what uh, Eric um, uh, Christian said? Um, uh, you know, Christian, you said, um, he's trying to continue is trying to think of how he can you know save Liverpool or rescue Liverpool in, in, a, in a particular match a game situation when the same things they don't seem to be going uh, the team's way um, you know what my perspective is I want him to feel that I, I'm, I'm happy that he feels this way because if there's anybody on the team that I think would should feel this way I think it should be Philippe Coutinho because he has that extra bit of quality about him to make that difference in a, in a, in a moment where the entire team is not uh, clicking and, and one of the criticisms that I had of him early in the season and I asked this question quite early was that is he world-class because on the on the basis that he's not shown the level of consistency. And this season, I think he has shown that consistency and he has transcended to another level. So for me, I expect next season, I expect to see a different Philippe Coutinho, a, a, a Coutinho on another level. So now what we have, we'll see of the magician in his, in his, in a, in a, in a new role and after the, what he's overcome, the consistency thing that he has overcome last season, I think he's now op- going to be operating on a, on a different plane and we're going to see something even more exciting uh, coming from him next season. That's what I say. What, that's what I think. I'm, I'm with you there, Joe. Um, I think he will pick up another level. It, it's also an, uh, an age thing. Um, you know, he's, he's breached the 200 games, uh, which is also f- always very important for uh, for a player. Uh, I think he's going to have a stellar season with all the options in front of him to, to find pockets of space for a Salah, for a um, for himself, for a Mane, for Firmino, the way he links up with 
well, the last two, and, and quite sure that he will be able to, to work it out with uh, with Salah as well. <coughs> okay, um, so that is uh, Mane Coutinho, the one who played the most. Um, someone who played on the wings a bit this season is, uh, is Adam Lallana, who was loads better um, dropping deep, and he's been a revelation for us in, in that in that sense um, but we continue dropping deeper um, will we see Lalana on, on the wing at all and how would you rate his season uh, starting with um, Fess well it's very hard to, to say what Klopp will think of I uh, I was very surprised to see that that shift in, in formation last season it was purely to, to accommodate Lalana somewhere I believe, because we all saw Alana losing his spot with, with the arrival of Mane, because obviously Alana played on, the, on that right wing the previous season. Now, he has evolved as a midfield player. He had a fantastic season. But now we got Salah and Coutinho is dropping into midfield, and it will be very, very interesting to see that, that battle for for. Midfield. First of all, it will all depend on what formation will Klopp utilize mostly. And but if he stays w- with the four-three-three, then then it's it's going to be a very very close run between, I believe, Wijnaldum and Lallana. And right. it it will de- depend on current form, I, I believe. That that whichever one of them is on better form at, at a particular moment. He will play. Yeah, I think it'll have to be something about fitness as well. I mean, yeah, we will play fifty to sixty games next season, yeah. playing Champions League, um, Premier League. You, we'll do a few cup runs, so you get there easily, and you'll play from the start of the season till the end. Uh, you hope to play um, a game every three days. So even even fitness wise, that would mean you you'd, you'd play. Um, our top players you, you don't have a first 11 in that sense but a, a first 16 and they will play two out of every three games and it's it's still massive games that you just need to play it is Champions League where you need to rotate may not be the Real Madrid's and the Barcelona's where you do it but important games nonetheless um, it'll be a different type of games um, so Wijnaldum, Lalana, all those names, or Emre Chan, which is before, um, all those names are most likely to get quite a bit of game time, even though they're not. Um, if, if you've got to paint the team, they might not be in the starting 11 when everybody's fit. But, um, are you looking at that, uh, Keith? I actually see Lalana and Coutinho Depending on the formation, I'm, I think the most intriguing thing next season, this coming season, is going to see which formation Klopp settles on now that Sala has come. And uh, it's going to be fascinating to see. I think Lalana is a key figure in, in, in his pressing game and his energy and everything like that. So I definitely can see him swapping in and out with Coutinho if Coutinho is dropping deeper. I can also see Coutinho still being played on the left at certain times, giving the wide people a rest as well. And I can see Lalana slipping. And I think we're going to see this whole mix 
with I think Klopp learned a big lesson last year that he's got to sub quicker, he's got to sub more often, and he's got to give everybody more game time so that they don't fall out of form or uh, lose the form sitting on the bench. So that's why it might not be a train smash if we actually don't bring in another midfielder, if Chan signs a new extended contract, if we've got Henderson, Chan, Lalana, Vinaldum, Coutinho. We've still got Gruich there. We, we've also still got Gruich there uh, for, the, for the cup games. So we've got quite a lot of cover in that midfield, uh, attacking midfield, holding midfield, box-to-box midfield. And I think if he rotates them, especially with the Champions League midweek, Prem games on the weekend, and then coming up to the festive season, I think he should be able to keep everybody happy. Yeah, okay, but um, digressing a bit, I think we touched upon this in, in uh, Transfer 3, mostly. Um, I'd, I'd like to focus on Lalana as a potential wide man, as a potential attacker. No, no, no I can't see that happening uh, as much. He might play the odd game up front. I think he was less effective as a wide person, and he's... As he's gotten older, more intelligent, uh, I, I think he's becoming a, a, a much better attacking midfielder than he's going to be as in a wide person. We've got we've got now Sala, Mane, Ojo, we've got Woodburn, we've got Kent, we've got Wilson, we've got enough wide attacking players, and I think it's better if he, he Klopp sees him as a better player in an attacking midfield role. Right, fair enough. I, 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 think, I think, yeah, I think actually that um, Lalana suffers from a similar problem to Firmino when he, um, in terms of playing in the wide areas, it's just having a lack of pace. Um, whereas I, I think both of them are, are kind of similar in that they it suits them better to if they're going to play in the attacking line, it makes much more sense for them to play centrally because um, they've got great control of the ball uh, I think both of them you know you can see the way they hook the ball out of the air and that sort of thing instant control um, play in tight spaces all of that kind of thing and do un, sort of maybe unpredictable things that will allow the the, the wide players to um, run onto a, a ball that they've spotted so I think if if we do if we do see um, Lalana return to the front line it will probably mean that we're playing either the diamond or the four two three one and he's playing centrally. Um I, I could I could even potentially see him playing in a in a false nine, but I I, I really think if he's gonna play in attack it's more as a number ten. Um and exactly for the same reason that Firmino struggled in the wide areas last season, just a lack of pace. Alright. Definitely agree. Yeah, I think I'll meet you there as well. Um, okay, so that's Lalana. Um, that has been the three that played there the most. Um, but um, we, the year before, um, Shady Ojo played 10 games, had five assists on the wing, scored once, um, had a very good tournament for the, um, uh, what was it, on the 20? On the 20? Yeah, it was on the 20. Um what will his role be? Uh, reports are that Newcastle and Burnley want him on the season-long loan. Um, what would you do, uh, Christian? Yeah, I mean, 
we've got now um, more and more first-class options uh, in the first team. And of course, that, that limits um, the opportunities for players like Ojo, who have to develop, who have to play, to, to, to mature. And um, so a season-long loan would be, I think, ideal for Ojo. He needs to play. He has improved, but he had this, I think, this injury issue in between. And um, yeah, he needs game time. And for, for Ojo, it's, it's not, we cannot expect that he can uh, replace one-on-one um, guys like, like, um, <clears throat> like Mane or Salah, whoever plays there. And um, I think um, a season-long loan would do well for him. And then let's see after that how he has developed. Maybe he's then, he's then already close enough yeah, to become a squad player for us. And um, yeah, it's another step for the development. But he cannot be a squad player right now, next season. That, is, that comes too early. He needs a season to play regularly in tough environments and prove himself and uh, further develop. Okay. Sound? Yeah, no, I don't agree. I don't agree. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Christian. You're disturbing my evening. Yeah, no, no, no. As much as, much as it pains me, I've got to say bullshit. No. <laughs> no, my, my take is this. I think at this stage, Ojo is a better prospect for the Cups, League and FA Cups, than Woodburn. I think Woodburn needs a little bit more physicality, uh, a little bit more bulking up, uh, and in and out, maybe a substitute uh, 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 um, appearances in the Cups, fine. But I think we need to start integrating Ojo into the first team. Um, If he's fit and if he's firing, he is a great asset off the bench when, when maybe a Mane or a Sala is tiring to throw on this youngster with speed, strength, and skill. And I think I can. I would like to see him play in the cup competitions, uh, in the early rounds of the cup competitions, FA Cup, and see how he does. And then we can judge whether he's going to take that step up uh, to the next level. So I, I, I really would like to see Ojo stay. I really would. But is that technically okay. is that technically possible to to play a few cup rounds first and then make a decision if he goes out on loan? Is that possible from the CFA regulations? Yeah, I think they, they, they can, if it's not working, I think they can send him out in January. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I would give I would I would give him a, a good preseason. Yeah, I would give him a good preseason, and if we do a long cup run, we'd keep him. If we go out early in the cups, then by all means, loan him out to get him more game time. For the we'll be while we do the running, but I I think I think he's ready to step up uh, and to make significant uh, impact from the bench, uh, and certainly play decent roles in the cup competitions. Uh, Joe, how, old is, how old is he? Is he only nineteen or twenty? Nineteen or twenty? Twenty now? Yes, I think. 20. Yeah, it's twenty. Twenty. Yeah, yeah. I, I think to be young. I think to be honest, at the moment he's young enough that. He can ha- have another season in the under 23s and, um, uh, as Keith said, um, you know, be involved in the cuts. I don't, I don't think it's necessary for him to go on. There. I don't really think he needs to toughen up or anything. I don't think it's really his problem. He's he, his his main asset. I think is his sort of pace and physicality. So I don't think that would be a problem for him. Right. Um, I'm obviously I'm from Holland. Um, when you're that talented, by the by the age of, of 20, you're a regular starter for uh, 
one of the teams playing for Europa uh, for your, well for Europe. So, um, but that's in the, that's in the week of holo- uh, the Dutch league. It's a week of Dutch league. You can understand that. You know, it's 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 it's, it's weaker, <laughs> obviously. Um, but by the time, um, uh, by the time Ojo should have played up up to well, say uh, fifty games at top flight level, playing for real trophies, playing for maybe some European games. Um, he might have. He might have if he hadn't got injured. There was yeah, there was fitness we'll, and injury we'll problems go. last year. So so yeah, yeah, it's a little yeah. bit unfair to judge the lad what he would have done last year, but because because he was out so long with injuries. No, that, I, I get that. I'm I'm not being harsh on him. Uh, I really rate him. But the thing is, um, if he goes out on loan, let's say Newcastle, and he plays twenty five to thirty games, um, doesn't that make him? Uh, isn't that better for Sharp him then, up, yeah. in the end for us? Joe? Yeah, there, there's a point to be to be had there, um, I suppose. Um, we, we, we did discuss him um, sometime um, in season one of the forecast where we talked about why he's not getting enough game time and uh, there was this discussion that, uh, is it Mike Garrity or something was saying that, you know, yeah. Uh, he's got right. he, yeah he's got some advice saying that you know he should be he should be more direct he should be taking on players more you know just going for it, being being a bit more bold and brave um in his in his football and and then of course in in mixed in uh, with all of that was his um his his back injury was it he he had that injury uh, so it took some yeah, time to come back yeah to 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 recuperate from that so the thing here is that um, I think he, the lad is he's trying hard, um, and I think um, I started seeing the fruits of you know him taking on board all this information from the under twenty threes and playing all those games in um, the the FIFA under twenty under twenty three Youth World Cup, um, where you know he he was predominantly a bench option, but whenever he came on. Um, he he was a kind of a game changer actually. Um, both he and of, of course uh, Solanke being the golden boy. Um, so o, um, Ojo so, showed that he 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 is willing to take on players and be more direct. And so I, I started seeing the fruits of of, of some of that. I guess um, you know it's not long enough. Uh, uh, the competition is not long enough to see that. Okay, he's he's shown clearly now that he's a different player. So yeah, there are some benefits to to him going on loan, getting getting a game more game time. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe maybe. And Newcastle is is a great place to be. You know, I think um, if he's going to develop, it's going to be there. What what I don't want to see happen is seeing yet another talented youngster um, not making the grade at Liverpool. We've had too many. Too many, too many of those um, um, lately. Um, I hope uh, uh, Oyo is not one of them, and he's one of a, a success story. Yeah, uh, we all hope so. Uh, Steven Gerrard said it this week: um, to make it at Liverpool, you don't, you need to be more than good. You need to be world class because that is what the level is yeah. in the first team. Yeah, he may be exaggerating a bit, but. Um, you know, you need to be at the top, top level in your age and then have the mentality um, to show that every week. And I think um, for Ojo, I, I, 
I think it, it's been more of a mental thing. Same as Solanke at, um, uh, at Chelsea. These guys have been the very best in their age levels for so long that they've kind of forgot how to how to graft, how to be that obsessed with being the very best because, you know, even on an off day, they're better than anyone, anybody around them. And now they need something to spur that up and, and in, in, you know, get them alive again to say, okay, hold on, Yala, at youth level, you've been great. Yes, that's all fine and dandy. Yeah. And that's at least what we expect of you. But now you need to go out there. Now you need to, 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 to take on, on uh, grown men and be better than them. Yeah, but that's, that's much more difficult than anywhere else. Sorry. Yeah, yeah it is. It is very difficult. Sorry, Fess. Yeah, go ahead. I think what will make or break Shea Ojo when, when it comes to Liverpool is not this season, but the next one. Uh, we've yeah. all been excited about the, the, the tandem of Salah and Mane on the wings, and we know that both of them are going to leave for the African Cup of Nations in a year and a half. And that's... That's... I mean, he's going to be a year and a half older, so... He'll be almost 22 by then, with some experience playing for for England at youth level, Liverpool at youth level, Liverpool in cup games and whatnot. And I think that will be his big chance to show that he can step in yeah. instead of one of those two. And yeah. if he performs then, then I, I'm I agree. quite certain he'll have a future at the club. If not... yeah. And that's it. I, I agree, Vez, because I think there's a lot more game time um, that could be that could be available to him next season. So he's he's yeah. got to grab his chance and show that he deserves to stay among these guys. You know, I think he can. Yeah. He can. And that's yeah. why I think Klopp wants to keep them and not send them out on loan. He wants them to play the Liverpool way, how he sets his teams up. So I think he'd rather integrate them in the under-23s than playing the same style as the first team than rather sending them out. Um, I, 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 th I think he'll stay. Uh, we're going to see that with Woodburn. We're going to see that with Wilson. We're going to see that with Kent. Um, I think one, of them, uh, one or two of them are going to go, uh, and that's going to be because Klopp doesn't see them as a future first-teamer. And I think they will be loaned out and then sold. Yeah, um, well, excellent. Uh, you, you helped me there greatly out. Um, <laughs> uh, Ryan Kent uh, went to Barnsley, uh, became player of the season, or young player of the season. Uh, reportedly, six million to, um, uh, what's it? I think um, uh, he's going to replace Ibe. Uh, not sure, but there was a club that um, was reportedly wanted to buy him for six million. Um, you you think with a buyback that would be great great piece of business, uh, Keith? Yeah, I, I I do. I and I must I must admit I haven't seen a lot of Ryan Kent, so I'm not sure how good a, uh, a good a player he is. I know he's he he wouldn't be at Liverpool if he didn't have the talent. Whether he's going to get make that next step up and become a Mane, become another Salah, become a McManaman, uh, a John Barnes, I don't know. I haven't seen enough of him. He obviously made a great impact. How old is he now, uh, 20, Eric? 20, yeah. 20, 21? 20. 
22, I think. 22. 22. Yeah, I, I, I can see us selling him. I'm not sure whether a buyback clause is necessary. I think it'll be good to put one in just in case he, do, he is a late blossomer. So why not? A lot of other teams do it. Let's sell him. Let him get game time. Now, he's a person I would maybe offer him to, to Rafa or even to Huddersfield uh, uh, and, 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 and sell him with a buyback clause. And let's see if he does develop into something special. He's 20. Well, he's only 20. He's 20. He's only 20. 20. Yeah, 20. Okay, so he's not that. There's more so, time. Yeah, de- yeah, it's, it's yeah, there is more time. There is more time. So, yes, sell him with a buyback clause. Fantastic. But he needs more game time as well. Yeah, I think oh, they're gonna. Yeah, I think they're gonna have to make a a, a a choice now because we've got a lot of wide players. If you look at Woodburn, he seems to be the golden boy at the moment, uh, with good reason because he showed a lot in preseason. Then you've got Ojo, you've got Wilson, uh, and everybody's been raving about this kid as well. I haven't seen a lot of him, and then you've got Kent. So you've got four youngsters wanting to make it for the cup games uh, with with the first teamers. So we've got to, you obviously got to, you can't play, uh, make space for all of them. So two of them at least have got to go out on loan. Yes. Yeah, fair enough. Fair I, enough. Think, I, um, think we need competi- I think we need competition everywhere. I think Klopp wants to, and the 23s, to be breathing down the first team players' necks and they need to be in competition with each other as well. So it's, it's maybe not such a bad thing. No, clearly isn't because, um, well, his name's been mentioned a few times now. Um, Wilson, uh, captain of the under-23s, he's had an incredibly season, scoring loads and loads and loads of goals. Um, for the under-23s, he's played 20 minutes or something um, in one of the, uh, I think it was the League Cup game. Made um, it brilliant. Um, he came on, he looked lively. He was um, his, his pressing game was was intelligent. Uh, nearly got the goal from from uh, resting the goalkeeper, linked up really well with Woodburn. So you think, well, that's that should be a bit of, of future in that lad. Um, Joe, what do you think, Wilson? Um, I think he's kind of in the same boat as um, uh, Ojo. Actually, um, he, he he's he's got a lot of goals at. at um, at the under 23s, right? I think he's got like 20 plus goals, 20, 20 something in the high 20s or something like this. Um, I think it was even 30 plus. Was it 30 plus? 30 something like, yeah. So, yeah, including friendlies and stuff. Yeah. So he's, 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 he obviously knows where the back of the net, net is and he's predominantly done that from a wide role. Um, but again, um, is he doing enough in training that is catching uh, Klopp's eye? Which is the same same issue with um, with um, with Oyo. Um, we know he, he moved up. He moved up from um, uh, from Kirkby to Melwood somewhere yeah. halfway the season. Yeah. Well, the, you know he he's obviously a very creative player. Um, we know that he he you know he knows how to score goals. Um, it, it could be now. I think someone mentioned this, you know, uh, boys taking the step up to play against men, um, and and that's a that's a that's a not just a psychological step up, but it's also a physical step up as well. So, 
um, you know, perhaps perhaps you know, improving and, and, and building on his physical stature could could help him. Um, I mean, if you look at it, if you look at Oyo, um, you know, he's he's got he's a broad shouldered guy. You know, he can just add on a couple bit more muscle, pounds of muscle, and you know, he'd he'd be right physically. Wilson, maybe a little bit more. Um, I'm not saying that he needs to be huge or anything like that, but something's is. Something's not right in terms of maybe he's not catching the eye. But again, um, it's still very early. How how young is he? Also 20, right? Or younger? Also 20. Also yeah. 20. Yeah. Also yeah. So, yeah, he I, he could be, again, another one of those things where next season is going to be the, 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 the window where he's going to need to impress um, Klopp himself, the main man, to say that, okay, uh, boss, you know, I deserve a shot, a fair shot um, at the senior team. Keep keep calling me back. Keep getting me involved. Keep giving me games. You know, it doesn't matter if it's the Mickey Mouse c- Cups or whatever. Um, yeah, so I'm personally, uh, for me personally, I'm most excited about Harry Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, so let's say we don't buy any any more wingers inside forwards, what have you. Would you be okay going into the season saying our, pre- our number ones are Mane and Salah, our number two on the left is Ojo, our number two on the right is Wilson. We will buy, sell or loan out uh, Ryan Kent and have Coutinho and Lalana as the occasional backup on the wings. Would any of you take that or isn't no. that enough? I, I'd, I'd be fairly happy with I would, that. I would. You forgot Woodburn as well. I would say actually that it's not just the, um, the second the second line being the the younger player. It it could also be um, you know a, a Lalana or someone like that that goes into the wing role as well. So you have exactly. those options as well. Um, yeah, but personally, I find that if you, I think depth is really good. Of course, depth is depth is very important when you when you have to play midweek. You have to you have to play in the weekend again, and then you've got the cup competition. So yeah, depth is really good. But you you have to have find the right balance between depth and uh, creating um, enough space for these youngsters as well to try and and prove that they belong. Otherwise, it's it's, it's difficult. Yeah, um, that's exactly um, what I would like to see as well. Not like a number two um, on each on each side, for example. But um, let, let's let's uh, let us go ahead by two or three goals, and then uh, introduce a Ben Woodburn for one of the top class attackers into this top lineup, into this very very good lineup. Um, say, yeah, for the last twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say that. I agree wholeheartedly yeah. with Christian. I would like to see an Ojo come on for the last 20 minutes. I would like to see a Trent Arnold come on for the last 20 minutes. Yeah. When we when yeah. we we are a couple of goals to the good, resting our front liners, uh, front line players, and getting them experience with the, with the first team or the first choice team, not just. Playing the youngsters as a young team, I'd like to see the youngsters coming in with senior pros and yeah. seeing how they integrate with the, with, with the senior pros as well. Yeah. And I think Klopp can do that uh, with two or three against in certain games, giving them a little bit more opportunity to integrate. All right. Um, I've got a bit of a scoop for you. Um, 
we will not um, touch on all the strikers um, simply because of the time. This has been uh, a very good show. And it's been a very uh, long show as well. So um, um, I've been saying for four weeks we will do four shows. Um, I uh, apparently lied. We will do five shows. Um, <laughs> one where we will talk about the strikers as well because we've got loads of those as well. And, yeah. well it's a long we, summer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a long summer, so there's, there's room, there's room. Um, and we've got uh, so much to talk about with Origi. Oh. Yeah, and, and, and stories mm. today. And Lucas, <laughs> <laughs> with Solanke, so... Um, as, as, long as, yeah, as long as you, Eric, are not going for a holiday or something on the beach. <laughs> you could do the show from the beach as well, I don't know. Well, um, uh, Origi is in, uh, I thought it was in New York, so... Uh, yeah. yeah, I just saw that, yeah. Yeah, he's in New York. So um, we will talk about the, um, uh, the strikers in a, a show called Transform uh, No. Number Five. Um, but for now, uh, we, we've ended all the uh, uh, former shows with a final questions: What would you do if you were Klopp or if you were Edwards? Um, so uh, let's do that now. On the inside forwards, wide man, something like that. Now we've secured Salah. Um, well, uh, Keith, what would you do? I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the way we're going. I personally think our priority right now is defence. I think we've got enough no, no, attacking no, no, flair. No, 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 Talking wide, yeah. wide forwards only. Would you buy one or two or three? Or no, I, I wouldn't buy any more. You're, you're happy with... I'm, the I'm happy with what we've got. I'm happy with what we've got. I think we have enough, and I think we have enough depth. We have enough speed, and I'd like to see the youngsters get a chance... Uh, during the season to see if they really can take that step up. Okay, Jason, what would you do? I think that, um, as ever, the club uh, should always be looking out for opportunities to improve the squad. So, um, we, we, I think we can still probably fairly safely include Coutinho uh, amongst um, really good wide forward options that we've got. Um, although we do think that he, he will probably go into an eight next season. Um, I think if someone is available, then um, we should get them. Because I think if next season we've got an absolutely brilliant opportunity now to push up and, you know, we, we can either kind of stick where we are and then think, yeah, let's get top four again next season, maybe get beyond the group stage. Or we can think, right, let's go for it. Let's go for a title challenge. Um, and if that means you sacrifice a little bit in youth development this year, so be it, because you can, um, it, we could absolutely make that next step. And if it means that you sign, I, I don't think it would be, you know, spending out massive money like on Salah. But if someone is available who can add to the competition for places and is not too expensive in the wide forward position, then we should absolutely, absolutely move for it. Okay, Joe, what would you do? Um, well, I think the boss himself has kind of hinted this now in the statement um, with Salah signing. Um, one, he said this, his pace is incredible. He gives us more attacking threat and we are already strong in this area. So I think that our business in forwards at least in the wide areas, is complete. Um, I think we will not sign any more wide forwards. 
Um, yeah, of course, players will and presumably become available. But I think for us, I think the business in this area is already done. Of course, there are other other areas that we might need to we, that we do need to um, strengthen. Notably, the 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 left back position, uh, the centre back position. Uh, uh, you, I wasn't allowed to mention that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, it's cent- only about the white men. Central midfield. Yeah, all that, but. Um, I do still think that the business in terms of forwards is not over yet. So that's my that's my punt. I haven't talked about that. Maybe the fifth show, I may get a chance to talk about that. But but do you think that's right? What do you mean? So is that is that what you think Klopp's going to do, or is that what you would do? That's what I would do. So you're in full agreement with Klopp there? Yeah. 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 All right. He's, he's not a, a, a poor person to, to agree with uh, regarding to football. He knows his stuff. All right. Uh, thanks. Uh, Christian, what would you do regarding yeah. white, white White forward is, uh, business is complete. That is completed. And uh, because we have rotating options also, for those positions and um, because I mean Coutinho play, played on the left earlier we could put several um, of our other attacking players on, on the right wing so that is not it, it's not necessary I mean it would be wonderful to buy 25,000 players and put them all on benches and, and <laughs> lower ranks at Anfield um, on the main sta- um, of the main we stand. need to do the any road just to accommodate them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is not realistic. Um, it is very clear to see that this 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 um, transfer window for the first time they are really um, FSG are really willing to support Klopp and to back him. It is very obvious from the players we are linked with where we have placed bids. Um, the sums we are talking about are just unbelievable in terms of what what Liverpool did business in the past. And we should be realistic and, and say, okay, we should be quite happy with that. Now let's focus on something else. So forwarders, I think white is completed anyway. And center, a center forward. That is for next show. That is for next show. All right. <laughs> Thank so, um, Vess, white man, what would you do? Happy with this? Or would you go out for an Inyaki in Williams or something? Yeah, I'm perfectly happy. I'm perfectly happy. I think what we've got now with, with the addition of Salah is quite enough. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm myself, I'm a bit torn. Um, for now, we don't have AFCON, but, um, you know, uh, explosive players do tend to pick up injuries. Um, if, if, if Mane goes out with a hamstring, uh, let's say somewhere in, in September, God forbid, um, you're back to where we are this season, relying on one guy to deliver pace. So um, I would not be against buying a um, a, a pacey, pacey winger inside but forward. In that, case, in that case, you get the opportunity to, to put Coutinho back on the left side and move Salah to the right. So basically, yeah, you get where we were this season at... at, at at long stretches when we were at, at our best. So is that such a bad thing? You still have a midfield of Lalana and Wijnaldum and Henderson 
Chelsea had Willian as an option, didn't they, from from the bench? Yeah. We, we didn't lack from scoring goals this year either. And uh, if we're going to let Ojo come on or uh, uh, Williams, uh, I mean, uh, a, a Woodburn Wilson. come on, or Wilson come on, then they will come on for the last 20 minutes. But we will be back to where we were this year, scoring free scoring goals, either with or without Smane, because we've got Salah there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get you all, but um, when we struggled, it was January and we played 11 games, we are now scheduled for nine games in November or in December. Um, if we do a good cup run, and, well, we generally do, um, that means another nine to, to 11 games in January. We've got six or seven in November. We got loads and loads and loads of games, especially in that period. Um, I want us to be fully equipped. You, you We'll play, I think, in, in two months, you play a quarter of the season. That is enough to lose everything in, 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 in just a few weeks. So I want us to be, to push on and say, okay, this this is great. These two are our starters. Um, but we do want a lad who, I don't know, the, the, the Gelson Martins, who's 22, who's a bit ahead of, of the Ojo's and, and, and Wilson's and everybody um, in terms of experience um, I want I want us to, to buy someone like that Would we buy better quality than what we've got in the youngsters that was willing to come and sit on the bench? That's exactly what I wanted to ask Exactly the same I think so, a 22 year old who gets a triple pay rise um, coming into a team who's where there's room for grabs with Klopp as a manager who's able to to take you to the next level um, while we are not uh, a non-selling club I mean there's every reason to suggest that Coutinho Mane um, could potentially move on to the Barcelonas and and, uh, and Real Madrid within a few years so um, by that time you can take over and, and get your own move there so um yeah, I, I think, and being on the bench, you will still play a lot because we play loads and loads of games. So, yeah, I think that is very, very viable to get one. And I think uh, we, we basically need to. Um, I don't think so. it's, three, it's three games a week as well, isn't it? So it's, it's not like they're going to be just a bench option. No, ex- exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm fully with you there, Jason. Uh, I think we do need to strengthen and, and strengthen well doesn't need to be I, a, a 100 million Mbappe but if we can think, get a 100 no, th- million Mbappe we need to I, th- I think what we should, uh, what Klopp will do is he will look at the cups for progressing the youngsters and the squad and the bench players yeah, but it's two keep... or three games in a period no. where we play 30 games uh, you know you've got to keep everybody happy everybody sharp uh, you've still got you still got a lot of we, we still got all the forwards that we're going to cover that can also play wide as well so you know Origi played out there uh, Sturridge was switched out to the right side with Mane was gone there's a lot of players we haven't even talked spo- spoken about Ings coming back in there's a lot of people to get a lot of game time uh, to bring in another wide player that's not going to get game time uh, you know I don't know I, I can't see it happening 
but let's see. Let's see. Let's see oh, when the window closes. It's what I would do, and I would definitely okay. go out and buy someone to rival um, Mane and Salah uh, f- when they're not on form, because obviously they're going to be our left and right winger for next season. But um, you know, when they have a dip in form, when they're suspended, suspended, injured, stuff like that, uh, I want us to carry on and not doing all these makeshifts. Um, that disrupts the team. We've seen that too much this season, um, where we needed to adjust to because we, we were brilliant when we had the first eleven available. Um, but as soon as we needed to shift one or two, everything went balls up, and I don't want that again. If Coutinho tears the league apart from the number eight, I don't want him to play left wing on uh, against West Bromwich Albion and Crystal Palace because we don't have anyone else and he's the logical one to do but he isn't very also, good in those games and also how do you rest him then I think it will all become clear when when we talk about the forwards because I think there's some rationalisation that comes there because we've got two players for two positions and you know we've got um, four four sort of first team players for the striker position so when we come to that next week I think uh, yeah my, my reasoning will become more clear yeah okay well uh, we'll hold on for that then um, as I always do I have a list one name of who we very certain who will leave the club um, for the goalkeepers that was uh, Bokran for the defenders we talked uh, very shortly about Sako uh, midfield was Kev Stewart and in attack or a, a wide attack it's been uh, Markovic that's the bombshell for tonight is there any any way that he'll play a game for us no no no. No, even I have to admit no. All right. Well, with all those no's, um, sorry, Lazar, <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> Should insert a trapdoor <laughs> opening. <laughs> yeah. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that's funny. That's really funny. Do, do you write your own material? Do you? Because that is so fresh. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. You know, I've, I've never heard anyone make that joke before. Mm, you're the first. I've never heard anyone reference, reference that outside the program before. Because that, that's what she says on the show, right? Isn't it? You are the weakest link. Goodbye. And, and, and yet you've taken that and, and used it out of context to insult me in this everyday situation. God, what a clever, smart girl you must be to come up with, with a joke like that all by yourself. Mm, that's so fresh, too. Any, any titanic jokes you want to throw at me as long as we're hitting these phenomena at the height of their popularity? Because hmm? I'm, I'm, I'm here. God, you're so funny.
Forever hunting me down in my dreams. Don't forget. 